You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Hey everyone, welcome to A Step Further, a weekly podcast produced here at Kingsway Christian Church, where we take what we talked about on Sunday a step further. My name is Brett Cadwell, and I'm your host for today's podcast. And I had the pleasure of preaching this weekend, wrapping up our series on a tip of the iceberg. And it was a phenomenal conversation that we've had throughout this series. We've seen incredible uh, growth, and we've got some great feedback from what God is doing and and speaking into the lives of of our people as they have kind of dove beneath the surface and really looked at what is going on underneath the surface and how that is impacting what people see above the surface. And, and, you know, we talked about on Sunday, you know, those, those things that are driving us that are, you know, really driving those conversations and the way we react to things, the way that we react to our kids, our spouse, our coworkers, those, even our boss at work is all being driven by, it starts, it's a heart conversation. And Matt walked us through that in the beginning of this series. And then yesterday we really, we really talked about this idea of how do we run to win? We looked at first Corinthians nine and how do we, how do we run our race in a way to win it and not just aimlessly living, but how do we have, you know, we set that mission. And so we talked about the importance of knowing your mission. We talked about, you know, we went from there and saying, okay, if you're going to win, it's built on training, but what does training look like? Well, training is built on habits. And so today I want to dive a little bit more into that conversation. I didn't have much time yesterday to uh, do that as we as we, as I was speaking from the stage, when we we talked a little bit about habits, and we talked a lot about uh, James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. So we're going to go into that a little bit, but I really want to, you know, bring us back to something that I quoted from Craig Rochelle, where he said that successful people do consistently what unsuccessful people do occasionally, and uh, or what others do occasionally, and so you know we really dove into how every action that we take in a day, every decision, either makes us better or worse. And incrementally, in the beginning, those small choices don't seem like they make a big difference at all. But over time, it sets your trajectory for our life. And so, this is lesson two in the book Atomic Habits. It's we didn't talk about this at all yesterday, but I think it's really good if you if you got anything from the message yesterday and you're here again looking for, to go a step further. It's okay. How do we? You know, I, I challenge you to t- to make one of three things a habit: a habit of community, a habit of serving, or making God a habit in your life. And so, how do we form those habits? And so, I want to hit on four things as you're forming those habits today to kind of give you some nuts and bolts of how to do that. Number one, you got to make that you got to make it obvious. Okay? So, we're going to James uses in the book this idea of trying to eat better, okay? So, he says, "Don't hide your fruits in your fridge, put them on display front and center." So, you got to make that habit obvious. You got to uh, you know, if you're going to eat healthier, you got to put it in a place, you know, right in front of the, right in the middle of the counter where you see it every day. And then all of a sudden you start to make better choices when it comes to what you're eating. Instead of the junk food, you, you reach for the banana. So you got to make it obvious. The second thing you got to do is you got to make it attractive. Okay. So James says, you got to start with the fruit you like the most. So you'll actually want to eat one when you see it. And so if you're not big, 
on kiwi you don't want to you don't want to deal with all that you know fuzzy skin i know it's weird it's the weirdest fruit but but a banana an apple something you can jump into easy you got to remove uh or you got to make it attractive i'm sorry you got to make it attractive so that you you know want to partake in that habit habits are hard they're hard to start and so you got to make it obvious you got to make it attractive and the third one i just kind of gave it away is make it easy Okay, just like I live out in the country and you see, uh, we see, you know, wild animals kind of making paths throughout our wooded area where we live. And they, they take the same path every time because it's the, the path of least resistance. You've got to take away all the resistance to your habit. You got to make it easy. And so he, you know, James actually gives the example of don't create needless friction by focusing on fruits that are hard to peel. Bananas and apples are super easy to eat, for example, he said. So, you know, make it, make it, make it super, super easy in order to do that. And then the last one is make it satisfying. If you like the fruit you picked, you'll love eating it and you'll feel healthier as a result. And so then at the end of the day, that habit that you set forth of eating healthier ends up being the outcome. Okay. And so let's, let's apply this to what you might do from one of those three challenges I gave you yesterday. So maybe you left the message yesterday and you said, you know what, I've gotten away from spending time with God in my daily routine, in my daily life, at least my weekly life. I'm just not spending enough time with God on a consistent basis. So how do we do this? Well, you got to make it obvious. Okay. Where is, I mean, maybe it's as fundamental as, okay, let's, let's focus on reading our Bible. Well, you got to put the Bible out somewhere where you see it. If it's, you know, tucked in a drawer by your nightstand, maybe you got to get it out of the drawer and put it on top of your nightstand. Okay, maybe you've got to um, do something to remind yourself to make that a habit. Okay, so you got to make it obvious and then you got to make it attractive. And so you got to start with something that is, you know, going to be easy for you to consume and understand not super complicated where you're going to have to, you know, go and ask three different people their opinion of what does this Bible verse mean. So probably not starting in Numbers or Exodus, probably starting in one of the Gospels, like the Gospel of John is where I tell a lot of people to start that conversation. You walk through the life of Jesus, okay? Make it attractive kind of you know, goes right into making it easy, okay? So as you're opening up your Bible and you're going to the Gospel of John, do what we said yesterday. Don't feel like you have to spend an hour diving into the 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 word and doing an inductive study of the Bible and getting into the Greek and the Hebrew. No, just take the word as it is. My wife, uh, my wife Shelby, she loves to. Uh, she gets a study Bible because she loves the notes that it gives her at the bottom of every page, and it goes into some of that history and those nuggets of wisdom, and it helps her better understand helps her better understand those things that the Bible is trying to say. So you make it obvious, you make it attractive, make it easy, and then make it satisfying. When you begin to read the Word of God and you see the changes it's making in you, then you are going to be rewarded by making that a habit, and you're going to want to come back for more and more and more of what God has to teach you. And so, you know, that's just one example that can be applied to, again, serving, to community, to all those things. And and uh, I can't wait to, to hear and see what, what God has, has really done uh, and doing in you. And the last thing I'll leave you with today is this is one of the things that did not make the cut for the sermon, but it was, you know, we talked a lot about knowing your mission, okay? And so as you're, as you, you know, you've got to wake up and know why you do what you do every day. And there was 
part of my personal map that I that I didn't talk about was on the right side of my personal map. It says it's this reminder to myself, and it says, "Be you dot dot dot." But remember, it's not about you, and that goes back to uh, the co- coach Nagy from the Chicago Bears. He's been there for like three years now, I think, and in his first season. In his first game, he was calling plays on the sidelines of the, of the of the Bears, and I noticed on his play sheet at the very bottom of it, in, in Bears blue and orange, it said "BU." Period. And so I look back, and the story of that goes back to when he was uh, he was a coach at the Chiefs, and they lost this game where they kind of got into this mode of like stop stop attacking on offense, and the team I forget who they're playing came back as a playoff game, and they end up losing. And his son came back to him, came to him after that game, and he was like, "Dad, did you did you call those plays?" And you know, Coach Nagy was like, "Yeah, shut up," you know. And his son was like, "But Dad, that didn't seem like you." And so it goes back to this reminder of himself to be himself, to be who uh, he was created to be. And so we put that in the Christian context: be who God created you to be. In the midst of these habits, in the midst of knowing your mission. Be who God created you to be. And again, like I challenged uh, the church yesterday, if we start by doing small actions, if we know our mission as a church, if you know your mission as a follower of Jesus, you know, where when we start to get exponentially better and healthier as a, as a body of believers, one believer at a time, the impact we can make on this community and world literally is endless, and I can't wait to see it.